Hello and welcome to Hope with CTE. I am your host, Chris Boyce. This podcast is going to be about CTE and brain injury. We will be speaking with survivors and also family members. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to Hope with CTE again. I'm your host, Chris Boyce. Um, Today's going to be my second episode of this podcast and Right off the bat, I just want to apologize um, with any audio issues. I am driving in the car, so if it sounds not so good, um, I apologize. But if you listen to my first podcast, I said this was going to be pretty raw. Um, I don't have the ability to do any types of editing. Um, really unable to learn new things. It's really difficult for me, so I'm kind of just going on the fly here and um, last couple days I've been trying to decide what I wanted to do for my second podcast and I have so many topics that it's um, really hard for me just to choose one so more than likely I'm going to be bouncing all over the place with this but um, the whole point of me starting this podcast is really for two reasons. One, to spread awareness about the dangers of contact sports, and two, to let um, my fellow warriors know that they are not alone. Um, All too often we have people that um, don't really share what's going on with them, and they don't understand that there is a reason for um, all their trouble that they're having in their life. So to start off today, um, I really just want to talk about the importance of parents choosing a safe sport for your children. I know when you grew up, you know, you played football, you played hockey, you boxed, and you didn't have to worry about brain injuries. Well, you did have to worry about brain injuries. It's just that you were not taught about all the dangers growing up. I mean, I know for me, I never really heard about concussions. All I ever heard was you got your bell rung or you got whiplash. And now we know every hit to the head and the body um, adds up to horrible results later in life. I mean, not only can you get, you know, forms of dementia, but got to remember all those hits it's causing brain damage Um, whether you're seeing it right away with one super hard hit or is it going to take thousands of hits to finally get to that point where okay I'm really noticing all the symptoms and that's kind of like with me you know I played hockey for 28 years and I took so many hits and it wasn't until 2007 um, two final hits in one week that finished me off I mean I can look back now at my life and probably see stuff that I was doing um, as a young young adult and even into my um, adulthood that I more than likely did have a brain injury I just didn't realize it but it came to that final event 
to, I guess, put my brain, you know, over the edge where, hey, I'm really noticing these symptoms or maybe that hit was just so hard that that final damage just set off some kind of chain reaction. You know, I'm not sure I'm not a doctor, but that's kind of the conclusion that I'm coming up with here. So again, um, parents, you really need to think about, do you want to put these kids in sports? I mean, I really wish the government would get involved and set up age restrictions on some of these contact sports of the age of 18. I mean, listen, if you want to get into these sports as an adult, that's fine. You know, you're an adult. You can make an adult decision. Um, you know, we're not looking to take away contact sports. I mean, contact sports are here for good. It's a big money maker and it's not going anyplace. But... I think if we can, you know, if your kid absolutely wants to play football or hockey, um, teach them the fundamentals of checking without checking. Um, same thing with tackling. I mean, really, is that player um, going to be known for just checking or just tackling? Odds are no. You need to have so many other skills that are going to push you um, into becoming a pro. And again, that's even if you become a pro, it's such a tiny chance. But if you're that good, it's not going to be based on, oh, can that person check really hard or can that person tackle somebody? No, you need to have so many other skills. So by you learning all those skills and then when you're 18, it shouldn't be very difficult to learn how to tackle or check. But, um, you know, as far as my kids, I made the decision of putting them on the swim team because seeing all the suffering that I'm going through now, I just couldn't live with myself if they ended up with a brain injury because I allowed them to play a contact sport. I mean, I have so many friends that have taken their lives um, later into adulthood and I guarantee the result was because they played contact sports. And I, I wonder if they didn't play that sport, um, would they be here today? You know, that's a, a real question I have. So please, parents, um, listen to this podcast. Reach out to me. Um, do your internet searches, um, YouTube, whatever you know, whatever it is. Educate yourself of the risks that are involved. Just don't ask your kid um, do they want to play because I promise you 99.9% .9 of these kids, you can tell them all the horrible things. Um, you can end up with brain injury, dementia, CTE. And listen, they think they're Superman, Superwoman. They're going to play. They don't understand that um, later in life they can end up with this stuff. So it's got to be up to the adults to make the decisions for the kids. Now let's get into my first um, topic of the day. So I thought to start off here, um, and if I repeat myself with these podcasts, I'm sorry. Um, I have a brain injury. I forget half the time what in the hell I'm talking about. Um, but I thought I would talk about sensory overload. And this is not a CTE symptom. 
this is a brain injury symptom and if you're not familiar with sensory overload um, I want you to think of um, blanking out here I apologize but I want you to think about um, Times Square you have all the people moving around and you have all the taxi cabs and cars um, there's a lot of movement there so now I want you to look at that as inside your brain and you have all um, information coming into your brain you have all the visuals so it's it's like one big um, traffic jam going on inside your head with all this stuff going on at the same time and when you have sensory overload issues you don't have the ability to filter out that stuff where a normal person um, can maneuver through that traffic jam and um, get yourself out of trouble but when you have sensory overload you cannot do that so everything gets bogged up and then all the other symptoms go on um, as I said earlier I am driving right now so when I'm driving I have all the cars driving past me I have the road I have the clouds I have the trees I have the lines on the road um, every single thing that I'm seeing here is sensory overload so it becomes um, very disorienting um, not to the point where I can't drive um, there are times honestly where it's just too much and I know it's time for me to not drive anymore but that's just one example of how sensory overload affects us and now um, another issue with sensory overload is going into stores and again we're getting into information because when you go into a store what are you going to see you're going to see movement whether that's people um, walking past you or walking in front of you big crowds or you have shopping carts going by you um, sounds we have radios with speakers playing music um, people talking to each other laughing um, then you have the products all on the shelves or on the racks your brain is looking and listening to every single thing that's going on in front of you and what happens once again your brain gets jammed up and symptoms begin to get worse now for me um, a lot of stuff happens with the sensory overload for example if I walk into the store within seconds I start to become disoriented I'll kind of get like a numb feeling in the back of my head um, almost like I'm getting drunk and going into a, a trance state um, the disorientation is followed usually by um, dizziness nausea and then when it gets really bad we will get into um, hallucinations where I'll start seeing 
I'll start seeing things in front of me. Um, I might see myself doing something to somebody, or I might see somebody doing something. Um, then you get into, um, you're trying to buy something on the shelf, and you become so confused. I mean, you have a list with you because you have a brain injury, so you better have that list with you. You have that list in your pocket, but you forgot it's in your pocket because you're so overwhelmed. So you're staring at the shelf, and often a lot of us will panic by because um, we start zoning out so bad we don't even know what's going on. And sometimes we'll end up buying things that we didn't even anticipate that we're going to buy. Um, the other issue with sensory overload is anger. And that will actually be my next topic, talking about anger. But when you have all that stuff going on, um, the last thing you want is anger to also be involved. Because if you have somebody bump into you and you have all that stuff going on, um, especially with CTE rage, it could be a dangerous situation because you might flip out on somebody um, and black out and not even realize that you're doing it. The other issue with stores is going to be light sensitivity. Um, a lot of us survivors have issues with um, light sensitivity. Um, the fluorescent lights or LED lights um, really cause a lot of problems. Even with special sunglasses, I think it's the uh, FL41 glasses, if I'm mistaken. I'm sorry, I'm kind of just saying that on the fly. Um, prism glasses, sunglasses, uh, even hats. Um, often that's still not enough. So you add the light sensitivity, the sound sensitivity, the sensory overload. It makes going to those places really difficult. Um, even going to doctor's appointments is very hard. Um, taking your kids to the movie theaters, um, taking your kids to a family gathering or a birthday party. A lot of us can't do that. Um, I know for me, um, I have to sit in the car while my kids do that. It's just, um, it's too much for me to handle. And, uh, I feel really bad that, um, I can't be more part of my kids' life, and uh, I feel like I'm letting them down not being able to do all of these things because of sensory overload, and um, all too often, a lot of us survivors, um, we prefer just to stay home because the sensory overload issues are so bad. So this is going to be... Um, the end of my discussion today. I hope you um, enjoyed this podcast. Next podcast is going to be speaking about rage and anger. Um, I hope you enjoy it and I look forward to talking to you soon. Take care everybody.